that you would want to experience differently? Or would you rather argue for your limitations and your inability to effect a change? I say this because this is what each of us has a tendency to do. We probably learned it from someone, yet it is a habit that really doesn't serve us well. Let me further seek to get our collective attention. How comfortable are you with accepting that you are totally the creator of your own reality? How comfortable are you with accepting that in your life as well as elsewhere, anywhere, there is no such thing as luck or chance or accident? Continuing, how much energy do you focus upon what you pronounce to be wrong and what you don't want or like, be it anywhere or with anyone. Recently I was watching a DVD that loosely approached this subject and a PhD psychologist said that a woman approached him completely devastated after hearing that she was the creator of her own reality. And in the disc he soothed her with the thought no, it was only true after she was told about the law. Which then, of course, means that things like gravity or the laws that govern mathematics have no effect prior to one being told about them. I thought that was rather interesting. <clears throat> Continuing, while each moment is the entrance into a new cycle of sorts. They're never ending. We generally give more energy to the beginning of a new year, don't we? Cycle, many will write resolutions only to then often break them because they generally are not merged with an understanding of how and why things are as they are and how any change we want to affect has us in the loop as a participant and not a spectator? They who know not and know not that they know not are painting a rather dismal picture of things right now on the home front as well as within an international setting. Each has, but few probably actually realize the opportunity of being a knee-jerk reactor thermometer to what is being said and forecasted, even what is being experienced perhaps in their own life, or a deliberate creator thermostat. Remember, thermometer consciousness blindly responds to variations in temperature or things around them or what is, while a thermostat consciousness always sets the stage. They set the temperature. They set what is happening. We each have this choice, but the choice has to really be set on a conscious level. So I again ask the collective question, anything in your life you would want to experience differently, item or two, and moving upon the energy potential of newness that is equated with the new year, 
I want this morning to speak of empowerment, of worthiness, of eternality, of love, so as to move purposefully upon and within the new cycle, and therefore into allowing everything that is our highest dream and highest desire to be made manifest in our life, because you are worthy of all that is there. So let's begin, and whenever we do begin, we have to begin at the beginning, which of course has to be God, or that which is called source energy. It's difficult to quantify that which is eternal and forever. So we'll dispense with a childlike question, who created God, or what was there before God. So we can begin our process this morning. We will just say that this energy simply is, God is. There isn't a duality. There isn't two forms of power, just oneness. And if only God, then we have not only discovered who we are, but how creation and creativity itself works. Within the omnipresent pool of that which is source energy or God, there are frequencies of individualization. For everything is vibration, even God, even source, everything is energy. These individualized frequencies are continually in flux and blending one with the other. For the very nature of what it is speaks never to a static something, but an energy that is continually of itself expanding and becoming. Creation takes place as these individualized blended frequencies extend yet further a part of their reality. And specific to this moment, that is who and what we presently are. Forget the worm of the dust nonsense, for we are extensions of this one energy that is God or source, just presently finding expression within physicality and cooperating consciously or unconsciously within the adventure of the expanding universe. You are source energy, God temporarily, finding expression in a physical body and a physical universe and interacting within aspects of the one law that is the basis of all that there is, the law of consciousness, the law of attraction. Our elder brother is purported to have said, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. He spoke from the realization of the energy that was expressing through him and that very same energy, the energy that knows not specialness, is also the reality of your and my, call it higher self, another name for our individualized expression of God or source. And so it is the same power that we and each have used to create our, our worlds and everything that is within them. Indeed, we are the creators of our own reality. Our individualized identities, some people call it soul, is the basis for our then forays into the leading edge experience of the expanding universe. It's always been this way. It operates through everything. Worlds without end, dimensions without end, frequencies without end. 
And within this grand and wonderful dance, we can never get it wrong because we never get it done. We are eternal. When we make the transition from physical into non-physical, we simply re-emerge into pure knowing and joy. When we make the decision to again actively participate in the leading edge of this universal dance, we make the conscious choice to again take up residency in a physical form and begin the individual process of making it unique unto ourselves. However, the entrance into physicality that we call birth doesn't often carry with it memory and insight into our true and eternal self. And over the years, those who preceded us also came in with incomplete memory of their higher God self and based upon those who preceded them have woven a rather complicated, complex web of society, beliefs that include religiosity and structure and rules and regulations and policies and conventions. Some are obviously helpful and arguably needful. Others have been set and sort of superimposed upon those who allow it to be superimposed upon them so the superimposer can feel good and maybe not so good for the superimposee. But can you see that all the teaching of unworthiness and hierarchical stuff is not true? Can you see where the mistaken teaching or thinking about such things as final judgment or hell and its second and third cousins are but a continuation of an idea that strengthens someone's importance, someone's power, and then it has simply proliferated into the now of today? And if the scriptures that have come down to us, specifically now referencing the Gospels, have placed some words in Jesus' mouth that seem to speak of these things, realize that they are words that have been added or mistakenly remembered because truth cannot change. Okay, within the universe, there is a principle or law and based on vibrational energy, it simply says, that which is like unto itself is drawn. In other terms, it is called the law of consciousness or the law of attraction. Nothing outside of this can work or has merit. And because this is a universe of inclusion, no one can superimpose upon us something that we do not maintain within our own vibrational signature. Indeed, 10,000 can fall at our right hand, and if it isn't an energy with which we tango, it will not register within our lives. And this includes everything that affects us emotionally, financially, physically, or in any which way. It is either law or it isn't, and it doesn't just start to work for us the moment we hear about it. To move upon the collective energy we have given to the new cycle so as to realize more fulfillment, it simply asked of us to do a couple of things better. To monitor where we are giving our energy of thought and expectation, and to be more and more aware of the input 
that our feelings or emotions are continually giving to us, to give up what is itis, as in, you know, what it is, and to consciously begin to beat another drum, the drum of how we want things to be. So how does the law of consciousness, the law of attraction work? That which we give our attention to, specifically our habitual attention, increases because we are submitting its energy pattern into our consciousness, or what I like to call our vibratory signature, that then reaches out to the universe, or what I like to call central casting and carpentry. And here it begins the process of seeking out people, places, events, conditions, or things that are similarly vibrationally attuned. Some have said, hey, I didn't concentrate on that condition or that experience. How did the law of attraction, if indeed there is one, bring that to me? Well, it was on the same vibrational level of attunement, or it wouldn't have happened. It was on the same shelf. There is always a correlation between what is in our life and a thought belief that we hold to be true. Much a status quo in every which way within our lives which is always okay. Change, you see, as with anything, demands that we step more and more into the conscious role of CEO within our lives and to be certain that we are not arguing for our limitations and that we no longer hide behind the verbiage of if it is God's will. For now, we are remembering that there isn't a God outside of us who is projecting a will to us as in anything specific we should do or shouldn't do, should be or shouldn't be, to have or shouldn't have. Why? You are the God essence. You are the energy that is source and physical expression. Therefore, your will, your dream, your desire, and your aspirations are gods. When we are tuned in, tapped in, and turned on to our higher self, this will becomes a process of beauty and abundance, wholeness and peace. When we temporarily dance the dance of misalignment with ourselves or with another, because we are not being true to our God self, the same law of attraction will give us indication that there is a better and happier way. And only that which is true to the nature of God or source has eternality. Everything else drops away into its native nothingness when we are through playing with it. Okay, all things are vibration. Thought is also vibration. And a thought or desire that is initiated from an extension of God's source, remember, this is you and this is me, because of the power of our beingness, our desires have become real and are nurtured by that out of which we have been extended. They are done. They are real. They are yours. The Abraham sharing say that they are in a space that can be accurately referred to as a spiritual escrow account which no one else can have access to but you. 
And now our work is to be vibrationally attuned up to speed with it, which means from worthiness, which means giving energy not to what is, as in within the contrast that life offers to us. Often there are things in there that we don't want. Giving energy to this means such things as always telling our organ recitals to anyone who will listen and only beating the drum of what is wrong wherever. Allowing a positive change toward our wanted good, you see, really does ask us to be at the helm of thought, which on occasion might even mean a change in environment, a change of that which surrounds you, a change of the company that you keep, friends, if they but reinforce within you that something isn't working, although you may know that as you enter into a new thought process, one of the indications that you are doing something correct and something right will probably be that some friends or acquaintances will just simply drop away because they no longer have the energy that you are moving into and you no longer dance their dance. And then understand what your feelings and emotions are all about. They are indicators. They are indicators of misalignment or alignment. Sort of like a GPS in your car. A negative emotion. What can, it can be called fear. It can be called disdain. It can be called, although it's been probably a long time since you've out and out hated someone, hasn't it been? Yes. Okay, but it would include that. Uh, it is the indwelling GPS-like indicator for us to make a legal U-turn or to reach for a thought that begins a journey up the emotional scale to happier and more joyful thinking. Any negative emotion that is experienced is simply because we are out of synchronization with how our God-self our good self would view things and how we are presently choosing to view them. Now, here is the kicker. To misinterpret how we are feeling, especially if we are justified because we know that we're really right and another is really wrong, to not make a movement to a better feeling place, which is analogous to our GPS indicator saying, turn around, go the other way, and return to the highlighted route, which is always joy and peace, what does it do? It places this into our vibrational signature, and we, not the one who wronged us, and now it is we who are reaching out for a manifestation of this energy, and the law of attraction is at work. And if we keep it up, the next occurrence, the next level of occurrence is an outer manifestation of this out-of-alignment energy, and we call that sickness, accident, um, some other words, of which, of course, there really isn't any. Just a function of the law of attraction and how it works and what we have reached out for. Image more and beat the drum of what you don't want less. If someone says to you, how have you been? You might now answer, irrelevant. If they look rather strange and adjust their question to, how are you now? 
irrelevant. The next question that they will want to ask you, but you might help them get to it, is how are things going to be for you? That you can answer correctly. Remember, everything you have ever wanted to do, be or have, is in your vibrational escrow account right now. You don't have to waste any more energy in this arena. Don't get stuck in this initial step. Instead, be mindful of how life's moments are emotionally interpreted by you, for they will tell you if you are on a direct, happy collision course to everything that is good. See, resist less. Find less to label as wrong. Find more to praise, more to appreciate. And you and I are well on our way. You are blessed.